Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 1235 in Edmonton at Rogers Place. Last night, we held an event uh, in Ford Hall. Uh, there were a couple different uh, drafts that took place. I uh, just wanted to shout out at this time for all the uh, great people that were there. Uh, I can tell you that for uh, Jack Michaels and myself and a lot of the uh, Oilers staff, uh, these preseason drafts are two of the funnest events we do all year. It's uh, laid back. Uh, guys make fun of other guys for drafting players that have already been selected previously, uh, which is pretty uh, much unacceptable in the first round, I'd suggest. But uh, what a surprise. Connor McDavid went number one. Who knew? Uh, this is Oilers Now, and we will tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder. That uh, Wednesday is date night at Ruth's Chris, where two can dine for $120. We bring aboard Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, every Tuesday on Oilers Now. And it is presented by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Reminder, Friday nights, Saturday days, standard bed racing takes place at Northlands Park. Spec, how are you, my man? Never been better. Bob, I'm looking forward to this part of camp here, the fun part of camp that... You know, the junior guys have mostly gone home, and now there's real jobs in the line every night and running out of time, so you don't have time to have a bad game than another good one. I like this part. Well, uh, tonight it's uh, Edmonton and Vancouver. Uh, we don't have a 100% clarity out of Vancouver's lineup. We could see as many as 15 and 20 players that we saw that the Oilers uh, a week ago, what day was that, Tuesday, I guess a week ago today, yep. uh, in Vancouver. Uh, I know uh, Elias Patterson. Uh, Pedersen, they're really, really excited about him. I, I, Is he playing tonight? I think he's going to be in. I know that when I uh, talked to Adam Larson about him, he says he's the most skilled Swedish forward in a long time. This yeah. guy's a electrifying oh, yeah. player. They're loving him out, the, out in the coast, and good for them. They got a, you know, the Sedins have have gone, and uh, they got this next young guy coming along, and. Uh, it's been evident for a little while that he's pretty special, and so far he hasn't disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, well, let's get to the storylines involving the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I'd say the biggest positive through the first four games, all you need to do is look at the NHL scoring stats for forwards. And uh, two of the highest scoring players in preseason are Ty Ratty and Connor Yamamoto. And, oh, by the way, yes, apoliarvi has been pretty good, too. So two goals. Th- that right wing position was a concern. I'm not saying still it's, is. it still is. It's not <laughs> resolved yet. But, but uh, to paraphrase somebody far smarter than me, uh, so far, so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we look at the orders and, and you know, the skeptical eye says, well, they got to get a few things to go right. Every team has to get a few yes. things to go right. The orders yes. are no different in that regard. And one of the primary ones is the growth from those young guys on the right side. The right side, let's face it, it doesn't, on paper, it's not strong. But on paper, we don't know how good Yamamoto is going to be. We don't know if Pugliarvi is going to take that step that looks like he's taking. Uh, so if that right side, you know, if those guys take a step, if Ty Ratty finds a way to make the step from being a, you know, a part-time NHL player to a real NHL player, uh, that's 
that goes long ways for the Edmonton Oilers to have some success for sure, especially early, Bob. Yeah, so the, is Pontus Aberg right out of the mix here right now with the play of these other three guys? Absolutely. He hasn't shown uh, enough. He's, you know, we've got uh, three games here in uh, this week, right? Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, he'll get some ice time, and frankly, I've been waiting for it since the day he got to town to, to show me, you know, just show me something. something what anything. What do you do? What's your strength? What's the What do you bring to the table? And uh, he's been tardy thus far, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Stoffer Inspector with you. So let's start with Ratty. Uh, Mark, I'm a firm believer that uh, the players are the first to know. Okay? Okay. And I got a theory on Ty Ratty that I'm going to share with you at this oh, let's time. Let's hear it. All right. So uh, do you know where Ty Ratty was selected in the WHL Bantam draft? Yeah, right. One spot behind Ryan Nugent Hawkins. There, there you have it. So those two played. Eight, I believe. Those guys played like on U17 teams and things like And Ratty was a really good junior player yep. that was smart. He's and, got the and, scoring gene. And, and RNH has known him a long time. Mm-hmm. And which forward do you think Connor McDavid, of all of the guys that have been here, that he might have the most respect for? for his unselfishness as a player, you know, because New just had to log some, you know, let's face it, like, okay, so. They brought him in here and gave a lot of responsibility. Right, and and he's had to, frankly, he's had to do some of the crap at the expense of allowing the other guys to be a little bit more offensive. Sure. Right, and so now Nuge is on the line. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on the line with Connor McDavid. And uh, you know what? There's some belief in Ty Ratty and what he can do because Nuge kind of thinks, you know, like... Yeah, Nuge likes him. Nuge likes him and says, this guy knows where to go and this is his opportunity and he's in the right spots and he's got a good stick and, he, right. he, you know, the play doesn't die with him, which is the most important thing when you're playing with Connor McDavid. Of course. is So do you buy that? That the when you look at Ratty, part, part of it for me is that I think Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins believe in him a bit. And that's okay. why he's got a chance to succeed. Well, and, and it's it's about chemistry and getting a guy who's ready for the opportunity and then fitting him with the right pieces around him. You know, is is Ryan Nugent Hopkins the best left winger for uh, Connor McDavid? You know, he's not a pure shooter. He's a thinker. He can skate. He can pass. He can shoot, do all the things. He can think the game like McDavid. I wonder if he's the perfect guy to play with him. Let's find out. Is, is the best way for Ty Ratty to get a foothold in this league because he's been in the league a bunch of times, but he's never had a foothold, is to play with two centermen on the same line. Both guys can pass like crazy, uh, and both guys will command the attention of the opposing defenses, right? So maybe this is the best spot for Ty Ratty. And, and I'll tell you this, and he's well aware of what I'm about to say, uh, if this isn't the best spot for Ty Ratty, uh, the next spot probably won't start with an N or an H or an L. <laughs> you know, if Ty, Ty Ratty knows this, if he can't make this job work next to Connor McDavid and Nuge on the other side, who knows where the next And, and people will sit there and say, well, come on, man. Like, you know, he played 14 games last year. He had nine points. He only had one point in his final six, or, you know, only yep. picked up points in one of his. That's all it's true. It's a reach. He's got 49 NHL games, Bob. Right. 49 NHL games. He's 25 years old. Right. So, but guys get it. Some at, guys get it. At, at, at a certain point it. for some players, it kicks in, and we yep. sit there and I go. I wonder if this is the time. And, and we sit there and go, hmm, I guess they finally got it. Right? Like, who knew? And you're There's whole, a whole team of guys like that. They're called the Vegas Golden Knights last year. Yeah, well, no, we've watched it with lots of different players right? who just get it at a certain point. And this opportunity to get it for Ty Ratty is uh, unprecedented. We had a situation last year on the left side with Maroon and Lucic. Milan Lucic was signed to be Connor McDavid's left wing. Yep. He got 
supplanted halfway through the oh, first sure. year by Patrick Maroon. Maroon had a career year, 27 goals. Yeah, that chemistry wasn't there somehow, right? Lucic and McDavid just yeah, and it seemed on paper like a good idea. Yeah. I mean, Connor was quoted when he was 14, like, who would be the ideal winner? Probably Milan Lucic. Probably a guy like Everyone Milan. thought so, but it didn't work out. All right. So, uh, anyhow, it's going to be interesting to uh, – I just think – Part of Ratty's game is his ability to sustain plays because of his stick. Oh. And, and I know they played against the Jets, and the Jets didn't have their top guys going. Hey, McDavid, he turned it. He went supersonic about twice in that game where he re and But it was the little quick plays that Ratty made to me that were interesting. And the other thing that's happened here for Ratty, he scored four goals in preseason. Three of them have been scored without any assistance from McDavid and Dreisaitl, as an example, or McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, like players of that caliber. So right. that that bodes well. Same for Connor Yamamoto. Mark, I didn't have Yamamoto. I, I, I can show you that. I didn't have him on the team either. And right now, he's on the team for me. Oh, for sure. And I mean, in Winnipeg, there was a sequence. I don't know if you saw it on TV, if they showed it on the TSN broadcast. Uh, Yamamoto beat uh, Dustin Bufflin, okay, mm-hmm. and drew a penalty. Then and, and I got an interview coming up with him a little bit later on. Uh, in the uh, second period, Dustin gave him a little bit of a cross check. Yeah, I remember you talk. I was listening to the radio to the feed, actually yeah. your feed. Yeah. And uh, and exactly and Yamo and Yamo and, and, like, sla- hey. and whacked him, gave him a little bit of a slash right across the hands back, just to pretend. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna and I was yeah. like, good for you, kid. That's yeah. what you got. Like, yeah. you know what? And he's a guy, another guy. Like, they like him, Mark. They've always liked, like the players like, and, and he was, frankly, quite unlucky not to have scored last year when he was here in the first nine games, but he wasn't ready. I think we can agree on that. No, but and he really struggled when he went down to Spokane initially. But again, the guys, there's some belief there in him. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Todd McCollum said yesterday, he says, I find it interesting that our smallest paper, our player, is in the blue paint more than anybody. Uh, and that's what we fear with little guys. You know, I mean, sure, Yamamoto can handle the puck, and he can clearly score a little bit and pass the puck. He can, he can give and take with any of the centermen here, no problem. But what you fear of a guy that size is, A, he's scared. Well, this kid's not scared, so you can get over that right now. Yep. But that he can't get inside, that he won't go inside, that he, he won't go to the areas he needs to, that he can't retrieve a puck. Those are the things that are going to keep a guy Yamamoto's size out of the league is everyone has to get you the puck. Well, it doesn't work that way up here. Well, all of those boxes, he's checked off this fall. Like He gets his own puck, right? On the power play, his puck retrieval has been excellent. And uh, he goes right to the blue paint and makes things happen in there. So, you know, if you start eliminating the things we were worried about with Yamamoto, very quickly there becomes almost none of those left. <laughs> and then you go, well, then why? Tell me again, Bob, why he's not on the team? You know? Fine. Hey, he's right now he's earned it. Yeah. Which brings us to the third right wing, who we know is going to be on the team. And he, too, is a different-looking player this year. And I don't think there was the same belief in this guy from the teammates. And, yes, a Pugliarvi. I think they're – You got to earn it. With, you said it. The players know. They know. And, you know, Play, the players. We, know. we'd have guys in town sitting there going, like, why is he not on the first – he should be on the first unit power play for his one-timer. Well, number one. He doesn't have a great one-timer yet because part of that art is actually being able to one-time the puck and not having the stick bust or fanning on shots. Number two, in terms of zone entries on the power play, he was in the wrong lanes often, and that frustrated guys 
that yep. happened to be the guys that brought the puck into the zone. Yep. And those are important guys in the context of this team because we all know who we're talking about. But what we've seen so far through preseason is he has driven the line that he's been on with, with Strom and Kira. He's been the best player. He's yep. quicker. He's down 8 to 10 pounds. And uh, he's a guy you want to play with now yeah. because you think, ooh, i got to get in the ice with this guy. J.J.R. Kara told me today, he said, hey, we're, it's our response, like with me and Ryan, like if we're going to be on that line, we got to get that guy the puck because he can make plays. Right. And no one said that about Pogliarvi yet here. So there's a guy that's taken a quiet step with his teammates. And, and it is, you know, it is so important. And you make the best point, Bob, this whole just give him the opportunity and then see what he can do thing. You can't do that with young players because it doesn't work in the dress room. There's guys that have busted their humps for ages to get to this point. They're way more prepared than Poyarvi. They're way more mature. They do all the little things right. And you're just going to give him the job ahead of all those guys? doesn't work that way. Here's when you can do it, when you have a shortage of skill. So when we go back to the orders of the mid-2000s, they didn't have anybody else like Hemsky. Sure. So they needed to play that guy because uh, he was di- – but when That's you're fair. rolling with McDavid and Dreisaitl and Nugent Hopkins in your top six, yeah. the other guy's damn well got to earn it you because because right. you're talking a whole other level of players. So That's fair. When we come back, we, we highlighted the positive of training camp in early preseason, right wing. There's some big challenges because right now it ain't exactly a race to the top on the back end. There's some guys – it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline floundered a bit and uh there's one pretty impressive rookie that's got some fans excited we'll hit on the d when we return on oilers now this is oilers now with bob stoffer on oilers radio 630 chad 12:51 in edmonton welcome back everybody oilers now bob stoffer with you Sweden and Germany sold out. Uh, that's right. We're headed to Germany on Saturday. Our orders now road trip. 65 folks. We're looking forward to senior. I know we're going to be doing events Monday night in Germany and either Thursday or Friday in Sweden. Uh, but registration's now being accepted on order now, orders now road trips to see the orders play in Nashville and Las Vegas. I'm not going to guarantee you who shows up at these events, but we had one in Nashville, and we had a really great guest. That's all I'm going to say. These great packages include tickets, hotels, receptions, plus parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Register now for future Oilers Now road trips. Call New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. We, in, in five trips, we had uh, over a two-year, about a two-year run, uh, we had Dallas Akins, mm-hmm. then... Uh, Craig Matavich and Scott Hausen, then Todd Nelson, then Peter Shirelli, then we had Todd McClellan, and then we had a guy named Wayne from the Edmonton operation. So we had <laughs> quite a run on these trips, right? What about this guy? And you know who's the most popular guy of all the guys? Who? Gene Principe. 
Ah, it's unbelievable. Gene. Everyone for, wants to meet Gino. Everybody wants to meet Gene. They all love Gene. And Jack Cookson, or Jack Cookson, uh, Jack he's been Michaels. Uh, Jack Michaels has been a pretty popular guy on those trips as well. Of course, Jack can. Uh, Jack's a fun guy. He can, he can chuck him back. Oh, like, for sure. like he can he can drink all the newbies under the table. We know that about you. And you know what? Like I and I mean that in the most and not know like he's not a in drinks, a good way. Yeah, like he doesn't drink all the time. He doesn't drink all the time, but when he does, he but can when drink. he does, he prefers to drink. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm telling you is he handles his booze better than most guys I know. So there you go. I think I might be getting in trouble or he's laughing. What will it do? Who knows? Uh, all right. So we, we highlighted the positive, which was the play of the right wings. A couple of them were drafted. They took a chance on Ratty. Um, yep. Yep. Forwards to it. It hasn't all been... Uh, uh, sunshines and roses so far in the Oilers preseason. Let's start a goal. Miko Koskins had two starts. The start in Calgary, he wasn't very good. The start against the Jets, I mean, they had four point blankers on him. Yeah, they did score a lot of very excellent goals, but you know what? He looked more uh, more composed yep. to me, but not okay. like a guy that was at this stage ready to push Talbot for a start. I think starts. the next start needs to be. Um, well, he's going to start. Strong. He'll start against Arizona Thursday yeah, night. It needs to be very strong. He needs to put in a really strong game to make people say, "Okay, you know what? He needed a couple games." Uh, if he has a very strong start, I think he can erase the first two. If he has a not strong start, Bob, uh, the alarm bells are going off. So he goes. So he goes to the minors because he doesn't have to clear waivers. Yeah, that's too expensive to pay a minor league goalie two and a half million for bucks. a couple weeks, so he can get. Re- oh, well, you say a couple weeks. You're telling me you're going to – I mean, listen, I'm a skeptic. Yeah. If, if you can't make the team as a backup goalie today, you, you, how are you making it? I think – okay, Mark, I'm going to make a prediction. <laughs> he's going to be the backup goalie. Okay. And there's another reason why he's going to be the backup goalie. Because Montoya had an opportunity to open the door for himself last year and didn't do it because he couldn't stay healthy. Right. Okay? And that's part of the reason why they said, you know what, we got to get a better guy than this because – if Al Montoya had been able to stay healthy, he was going to get starts, take yeah. starts away from Talbot down the stretch, he's but he couldn't stay healthy. Classic backup goalie in the NHL. You know what you're going to get from Al when he's healthy, and that's you know he's been around for a long time, and maybe that's an issue. But I'll tell you, uh, listen, there there are a few statistics in hockey that are more accurate than save percentage that give you a more accurate depiction of how a player is playing. Is that fair? I think save percentage is one of the today locks today, not when Grant Fear played. Okay, today. Uh, I think it's one of the lock-safe stats out sure. there. And if you're rolling with an 800, I don't need to see the highlights. It right? ain't pretty. When I don't need to see the highlights. So Koskinen is going to get another shot here. Uh, he requires another shot, and it's time to see. Let's take a step. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, and, and, and again, I would just say that's uh, you said it. He's got to get a start on home ice with the orders dressed in a better lineup and see how they yep, do there. See how it goes. Defensively, mm-hmm. Bouchard. Smartest, uh, I think he's the best passer they have on defense. I think he's obviously got elite intelligence and a hockey sense. He's damn close to have made the team in my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. They're, try- it, they're tra- it, are- trying to get this game faster. They're trying to play faster. And that means, as Todd McCollin said today, one of the keys to playing faster, anyone will tell you, passes on the tape. Yeah. Up ice, on the tape, let's go. And he puts the puck in the and right spot. that's spots. his forte. And he puts the puck in the right spot. So. Can he do enough good things offensively, Bob, to put up with... To, Can they to shelter s- him? Well, to serve... Even if he... But you cannot... It's hard to shelter him on the road. Can he outscore his mistakes? 
can he help your team offensively more than he will hurt your team time defensively? Will, time will tell. I don't think we can say that right now. That's a good question, though, eh? I mean, the Cal- here's the thing. The Calgary Flames traded Dougie Hamilton for a guy that was a third-pairing defenseman last year. This is the thing about Noah Hannafin. Mm-hmm. Noah, and Noah, take a look at Noah Hannafin's plus-minus. And Noah Hannafin has had a lot of – he's got tremendous physical tools. He skates like the wind. Yeah, sure. But he was shelled – I didn't even know this. Somebody – I thought he was a second-pairing left-shot yeah, no. D. And, and I actually had one – I think it was uh, – I think the guy you blocked, but Darcy McLeod, one guy said, hey, just so you know, Bob, he was third-pairing. I'm like, no, he wasn't. He was second-pairing. No, he was third-pairing. And Fleur, yeah. Hayden Fleury was playing second-pairing with Falk, which probably should but, have been the third-pairing. But anyhow, we – So you can shelter him at home. Yep. Uh, and then on the road, you... So you're you playing what? with Russell? Yeah, I like him with Russell. Uh, Russell would be better playing... And then, and then they the play Nurse and Benning together and the two Swedes together. Yeah, that doesn't... I don't mind that setup. Right. So then who's your... Uh, now, you can send Ethan Bear down, no problem, and call right. him up whenever you Garrison's want. Garrison's on a PTO. Well, now we're down to... Like, at this point in time, Bob, there's four spots on defense left on this team, assuming they're going to carry seven. And there's there's two spots remaining, excuse me, and four players for them. Right? Baron Bouchard, uh, Jacob Yerbeck, and um, Jason Garrison. Yeah, Four guys for two spots. We'll discuss that uh, when we come back here. It is 1257 in Edmonton. We are going to go off to a global news weather traffic update, and we'll have a little bit of a discussion in terms of, uh, you know, maybe who ends up being let's, the sixth. Well, let's make some cuts. Let's make the roster right now. Why are we waiting? Well, Yerbeck's going to end up being the number seven defenseman <laughs> to start the season then, for me. Think so? To start the season. Okay. But there might be more options than people think. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.